What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Kempel of Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. I have a total boss babe, juggles many things, multitasker extraordinaire. Her name is Amy Goldeisen. She is a growth and resiliency coach based here in Chicago. She's moved here from North Carolina. I'm going to have Amy, please introduce yourself, tell the audience a little bit about yourself and what that means as a growth and resilience coach, because I, I love that. And I know that you're all about empowering women. So let's hear it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for having me. I, um, yeah, this has been kind of a lifelong journey in the making. I mean, I, um, it started out with a really traumatic, um, abusive childhood and, uh, abandonment by my mother, just, you name it, it probably happened. Um, and at a very young age, I, you know, kind of was able to just start observing trends and patterns in, in the world around me. And um, I had some older sisters, they were my half sisters. And so they were quite a bit older than me. And um, one of my sisters, she took, she had a lot of the same circumstances and she took that very, very hard. And she ended up um, addicted to heroin and ultimately ended up overdosing and left behind three little girls. My other sister, she was the complete opposite. She didn't let the circumstance define her. Um, She chose to, you know, deal with it in healthy ways. And she went on to be successful and have, she has a really great life. She's lived, you know, different places throughout the world and has done very well for herself. And So as a child, I'm sitting there and I'm watching this, right? And I'm just like, okay, same circumstance. That's the control. And ultimately there's, there's two ways that this can go, you know, and I have zero control over my circumstances, but I have all the control over what I give, what I put into it, what choices I make is ultimately going to be the determinant of my outcome and my life. And so that's kind of where it started for me, um, where I started realizing that you can use your mind to actively reframe your perspective and your, your experience and how you're experiencing things and what you're doing with those experiences. Um, and so it's always been something that's been very personal to me and that I've been very passionate about. So over the course of my life, you know, I've had lots of different things happen. Um, but I pursued my degree in psychology and I, I finished that and decided that um, coaching would be a better route for me because uh, I don't, I'm not opposed to medication for treating, you know, conditions. I think there's definitely a place for that. Sure. Um, however, being more holistic, um, I think that it's overused. And it's, it's a quick, um, you know, bandaid that a lot of doctors, psychiatrists will throw at people because they don't want to take the, the, the harder route and sure. do the work with that person to help them solve the issue that caused, you know, them to feel the way that they're feeling or, or um, develop the patterns that they are in. Um, and so we're never really solving the problem in a lot of cases. And that's really sad to me, you know, because people are just numbing instead of really healing. Yeah. 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 So, um, you know, I, 
I've personally learned a lot of things. I've went on my own healing journeys throughout my life and, you know, developing resiliency is something that has been invaluable to me and has allowed me to grow as a person and it has grown, um, allowed me to grow in my relationships as a mother, as a business owner. And I think it's something so incredibly important that people learn to cultivate because if you do, and it's not easy, but if you do, you ultimately learn that life happens, bad things happen. We can't explain them, but when you adopt the belief that everything serves a purpose, mm -hmm. you can start to extract lessons and actually be grateful for even some of your most traumatic experiences if you allow them to transform you in a way that is ultimately going to um, benefit your growth as an individual. So um, long story short, that is it that. in a I nutshell. Love that. And <laughs> I just, you know, it's, it's my passion and I feel like it's my purpose here, you know? So I have to, I have to share that with people. Yeah. I also think that, you know, I, I mean, I like how you did the analogy or the, the example of how your sister went, one sister went this way and the other went that way. And mm -hmm. I think, you know, people, if you're smart enough or if you're in tune enough, you just, you have to decide which route you want to go. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Cause as, like yourself, I've been through a lot and I have not let any of those circumstances bring me down. Does it suck going through it? Do you want to just like roll and crawl into a ball or just like ball and go sit in the corner rocking back and forth? Like, Oh my God, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, or are you just going to say, okay, this is happening to me right now. I'm going to get through this and I'm just going to keep pushing forward because life yeah. keeps going no matter what happens, no matter how you deal with it. If you go this way or that way, life keeps going, man. With yeah. whatever you decide to do. So you might as well decide to do the best thing and keep going in a positive mm -hmm. direction. Yeah. And I'm, I'm so glad that you said in a positive direction. I think um, one thing that I want to clarify, because I, I see so many, like so much toxic positivity floating around, you know, on social media, it really like, it makes my skin crawl because um People are like positive vibes only. Can you give an example of what you mean by that? I'm just yeah, so yeah. So you'll see a lot of posts that are like positive vibes only, or um, if it's not serving me, walk away. And I think that those are good yeah. sentiments to hold as a in a general sense. But um, I think generalizations can be really, really dangerous mm -hmm. um, because is it good to have a positive mindset? Absolutely. Yes. But I see all too often people are like, oh no, I'm feeling a feeling. I'm feeling uh -huh. angry. I'm feeling upset. I'm feeling, you know, resentful or whatever. And because it's not a positive feeling, they're like, nope, nope. And so instead of dealing with that, instead of processing that, they stuff it down right. because they have this belief that they have to have these positive thoughts and feelings only. Um, and you know, that's really dangerous because when we do that, when we ignore those feelings and we don't process them, then we're not actually dealing with them. And we might be able to ignore them for a while. We might be able to um, create distractions from them, sure. but eventually they catch up. Okay. And that's when really big breakdowns happen. And so, um, you know, part of resiliency is not just getting to that place where you're okay again, Mm -hmm. but 
also sitting with your feelings, accepting them, acknowledging them, allowing yourself to feel them fully and completely. Yeah. While also having the impulse control to not take action on those feelings that's going to be negative or toxic. Yeah, like feeling self, your like feeling. Like self-soothing, because a lot of people I feel do yeah. that. I mean, I know I've done that in the past when I was like feeling a certain way and I would just self self-soothe. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I never got so bad. It was more, I've learned too, like, like what you said, I've, I don't take any medication for anything. Cause I really don't yeah. I think it's, I think it's terrible. I mean, <laughs> cause you take one medication for something, it creates another problem for something yep. else. And it's just like, it's just a domino effect. But, um, yeah, yeah. I think, I think it is very important to, to feel those feelings. And I think that it's important to, to like work through it and do what yeah. you're saying, do the work to mm-hmm. grow and because, you know, it's not going to be the last time that you're going to feel bad or feel sad right. or feel angry, you know, cause those, those emotions are going to come up, you know, I mean, depending on what's going on, but almost daily, you're going to get disappointed. And mm-hmm. so you have to have a way, you have to figure out a way that's, that's healthy to respond yeah. to those things. So I totally, yeah. totally agree. Yeah. I mean, people, I think often confuse resilience with a lack of suffering and that's just not the case. Like you're always going to have things in life that trigger an experience of suffering. Right. But resilience is being able to get through that and keep going to keep moving forward through that process and to heal. Um, you know, we, a lot of people will like confuse resilience for avoidance okay. and they couldn't be more polar opposite, you know, the positive with avoidance. Okay. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Yeah. I can yeah. see that. Yeah. That's interesting. Cause people are, people, you know, are so addicted to this idea of, you know, constant happiness and being high vibe and all of these things. And, and those things are great. I'm kind of guilty of that. But <laughs> I, but see, you know what though, like I've worked so hard to get to this point where yeah. I make a conscious effort every day when I get, get up, no matter what happens, let's say, I, you know, money is tight or something breaks in my house yeah. or you know, I have a fight with a family member that no matter what happens, I'm just going to choose to, it's going to yeah. be fine. I'm going to be, I'm going to continue being happy. I'm not going to let it ruin my day because it'll, it'll work itself out yeah. one way or the other, or I'll work it out with my family member. I'll deal with the broken sure. whatever in the house. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, but the thing is, is that's resilience. You know, you've, you've built these coping mechanisms that allow you to you still experience those emotions, but you're able to get back on track and have genuine happiness. The problem is that when people, um, people lie to themselves, you know, it, you can get back on track and feel genuine happiness, but a lot of people, if they don't do the work like you did, will, you know, avoid those feelings, not deal with them. And instead of actually getting on back on track, um, truly, Mm-hmm. they will just avoid it and pretend or put, or put right. on this facade or distract themselves. And so there's a difference, you know? Um, and I think it's really important that people are aware of that and able to differentiate between, am I really processing this? Am I really cultivating resilience or am I practicing chronic avoidance? Yeah, no, that's really great. Those are some powerful words. No, I, so, and I think it's important for people to know, like, I mean, I, and then we'll talk about, you know, some of how you go about coaching, but mm-hmm. in your, in your bio, you've, you've healed and survived from psychological, emotional, and physical abuse. So you've actually have 
gone through some very traumatic things that could create PTSD and, and, and yeah. actually cause a lot of triggers on a daily yeah. basis. So I always think that it's really important. So I'm, I'm a certified life coach. So I, I kind of went through some of that training myself. Yeah. And, and I think that as a coach, whether, you know, your personal training, your dietitian or something, it's important to have some of those experiences so that you oh, yeah. can relate to your, to your clients. Right. So yeah. how have you used what you've learned to, um, to create resilience in your life? Yeah, gosh, it's been quite the uh, quite the journey and a lot of trial and error. Uh, when I work with people, I always try to first let them unload, right? Like empty everything out because it gives me so much backstory. It tells me where they are. It tells me what they've tried, what they haven't tried, if they're consistent, if they're not consistent. It really um, points out where the work needs to be done. Mm -hmm. Right. And so for me, when I was going through that process, um, I've done everything from exploring different religions, meditation, um, uh, you know, listening to different frequencies using, um, you know, even like I was hardcore into like essential oils for like the, you know, the, the sure. psychological uplift and effect that they, that some of them have. Um, I've, taken a diet approach and been like, you know, it all starts with like how I fuel my body. I've um, done a lot of work to learn about reframing your self-talk and your thoughts and, um, you know, just generally how you perceive and experience the world around you and your belief systems and your values. And, you know, there's just so much that goes into it. And so I think, um, you know, when I, when I work with a client, it's important to see if they've done those things, where they're pulled and what sure. techniques might actually work for them, what practices might work for them. Because I found that through my journey, um, there were some things that really, you can't describe it when you find your thing. Mm -hmm. Um, it just, you feel so connected to it and it brings you such peace, Sure. but there, there are some things that just, you just don't have that with. Yeah. Um, and so I think one of the biggest things is finding what's going to work for that person, but then also doing that, that mindset work and that reframing of perspectives, because you can meditate eight hours a day and, sure. you know, go and hang with the, with the monks at the Buddhist temples and, you know, and try to force yourself into this state of Zen. But if you're still, if what's going on inside of your head is still toxic and is still feeding you these beliefs about yourself that you're not enough or you know you um you aren't capable or you're not a good person or you're this or you're that all of that's not going to be effective so it's really a holistic approach sure where you have to you know nurture your mind your body your soul um for it to truly be effective yeah I would agree. So I'll be, so I'll share something with you. <clears throat> so I, you know, I was married. I, we talked about that and you know, my husband is mm -hmm. no, no longer with us and I just recently started dating someone and he's got a very, uh, he's got a crazy schedule. So I don't get to see him very often and I'm finding that it is triggering. Like I have some abandonment issues cause my father was a deadbeat father left and it's triggering stuff in me where I have fought with him and it's so new and I've already fought with him a couple of times and I'm just like, I'm like, we've got to figure this out together. Cause I don't, you know, I, 
you know, kind of falling from a little bit, but I'm yeah. just like, but I don't want to ruin it because I'm having these reactions, you know, and it's a lot, it's, it's coming like, I mean, I was with my husband for almost 20 years and then I got my, my, my dad, my daddy stuff, you know? So it's just like, yeah. you know, my, my dad left me, then my husband passed away. And then I had a bad experience with the guy I dated like right after that. And it's just like, so I'm, I'm dealing with that right now. I'm, I'm learning to, yeah. and I told one of my best friends, I said, you know, this is an opportunity for me to grow and mm -hmm. to like try to address this. So this does not keep, come up anymore because yeah. it's like, I'm, I'm like having these mini freakouts and, and like emotionally, I mean, I'm, I'm not letting anybody know, but I'm telling, I'm like yeah. going through it and I'm like, okay, I, there's my cat. There's <laughs> um, so I'm going through it. I'm like, how do I, how do I like, I need to get past it. You know what I mean? So, so yeah, I would, uh, I can relate to some of that. Yeah. Well, I think it's great that, um, that you're so aware, you know, I, I think self-awareness is a really big part of processing these things and, and growing through them. Right. Because if we can't identify and see where, um, where we need to do the work, then we don't know what work needs to be done and we don't know what we need to focus on in order to get from A to B. And so, um, I think a lot of people struggle with that is that a lot of people are in denial. They don't want to admit that there's something that they're doing to sabotage their relationships or their happiness or their finances, or it could be literally anything um, where they're not feeling a sense of fulfillment. And it's hard to like, it's really easy to blame uh, external circumstances or blame other people because I mean, that's easy. What work do you right. have to do if it's somebody else's fault or it's something else that's causing it? But um, when we look at ourselves, it can be a really scary thing, you know? Um, so a lot of people will never even get to that point where they do become aware of these, these issues that they have. Um, and so <laughs> we have a, she's wanting to visit today. <laughs> and so, um, you know, it, it's really important to do that because if we don't learn the lessons that are being put right in front of us, um, we're just going to be given those same lessons over and over and over again until we get it. Yeah. And it, you know, it, it's a hard pill to swallow because nobody doing the work is hard and it sucks and it doesn't feel good half the time, you know, No. but, um, but what's on the other side makes it worth it. Agreed. I agreed. And I'm, and I'm like, I'm learning to, so here, you know, I guess it like, so I'm telling myself, I'm like, you know what, no matter what happens, like, I'm going to be okay by myself. So let's just say he does abandon, he leaves or whatever. Okay. I'll be fine. I like, I can't sit there and obsess, you know, because I feel like yeah. when you, when you've experienced that kind of trauma and the, the, those emotions are coming up again, you start stressing and it's just create, it, it just creates that, that, that cyclical effect, you know, and then it's, I have more of a, you know, instead of a fighter, I I'm a fighter, but when it comes to something like that, when it's emotionally driven, I'm like, I'm a, I fight. I'm like, I leave. I'm like, okay, I'm done. Bye. Like, we, I can't do this anymore, you know? And so then I have to go back and like, you know, I'm really sorry. And it's causing, I don't want to cause that dysfunction, you know? Because, and yeah. I'm just like, oh, okay. I have to grow past the, this, what's going on here. Because okay. I, because whether it's him or someone else, it's going to come up again. And I gotta. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. 
it, it is very hard. hard but the first the hard i think the hardest part is being able to recognize that and accept it you yeah. know because at that point once you do you're ready to do the work yeah um and, and that's a whole nother ball game in and of itself it's it's difficult too because then you have to figure out like all right well how am, what am i going to do what steps am i going to take every single day because consistency is so important to make that change last it's really easy to say i want to change this yeah. it's another thing when you start you know trying to create new habits you know it's not our brains aren't wired to behave in these different ways yet so we have to train it you know to to react like that and <laughs> like it, i'm cracking my whip and they're like <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it, it, it's a, it can be a daunting process you know um we're gonna get there i have confidence <laughs> yeah oh yeah for sure um, well, I'm loving this, but I'm, I want to start wrapping it up here. Um, Amy, why don't you share like when you take on a client or how can someone reach you? If they wanted to reach you to like use your coaching services, how can they get in touch with you? Um, they, I'm on Facebook all the time. Uh, <laughs> I own a marketing agency also. So a lot of the work that I do is, um, on there. So they can find me on Facebook. Um, I have a personal and a business page. I try to, you know, be, be current on both of them. Um, I'm on Twitter, uh, Amy Goldeisen. So you can just pop my name in just about anywhere and I'll pop up. Great. So I will get all those links from you and I'll put that in the description of the um, episode. And so when you do take on a client, what does that look like? So if somebody did reach out to you and said, hey, Amy, I love what you had to say. I love your methodology. Like, what does that look like when they, when they do reach out to you? Yeah. So at first, um, I get on a call with them, you know, no strings attached, no charge. I want to get to know them, get to know what their challenges are, see where they're at and ultimately, um, kind of feel it out because I don't work with everybody and it's not because I don't want to help everybody. I would, but I've learned that you cannot change or fix anybody. Um, so unless that person is there and they are ready and they are committed to change, their level of resistance is going to be way up here. And I can't work with that. No, um, yeah. I, I'm not going to babysit anybody. I'm not going to, um, you know, be knocking on their door, telling them, Hey, you got to get up. You got to change. Remember you got to change. Cause it doesn't no. work. No. Um, so I, I definitely want to make sure that people are, in a place where they're like ready to tackle this and they understand that it's going to be work and that it's not going to be hard. Um, I also like to get some backstory and, you know, make sure that I am a good fit to be able to help them because ethically I just, you know, I want to make sure that it's going to be a, a success. For sure. Um, so that's pretty much the first step in it. And then, um, if we both feel like it's a good fit and we choose to move forward, then, uh, I try to custom tailor everything. Um, because everybody comes to me with a, with a different situation, a different, you know, they're at a different place in their, their journey. But typically we start with a lot of mindset and discussing the self-talk that they're having or the beliefs that they have about themselves. And a lot of times people don't even realize the beliefs that they have about themselves. You know, they'll, they'll say one thing, but if you start talking to them, you realize that they, maybe they want to believe that thing about themselves, but because of the things that they're saying to you, you can tell that's not really where they're at. It's where exactly. they want to be. Yeah. And so, um, we focus a lot on that and building that self-esteem, building that confidence, rewriting any kind of negative beliefs, mm -hmm. um, and negative self-talk that they're having. 
And being really consistent with that is crucial because we can't start talking action steps about how they want to move forward in their business. I work with a lot of women entrepreneurs or, um, or how they want to move forward in a relationship or, you know, just in their own personal development journey because their mind's not right. So we get the mind right. And then we, then we go, we go to work, you know, then we start taking action and helping them get that transformation, um, to get them where they want to be. You know, we set the goals and we make it happen. So I love that. that. You're, you're awesome. Oh my gosh. We'll have to definitely do this again. So I want to just thank you for for your time. Thank you for sharing your story. And just, is there any last piece of uh, like piece of wisdom you'd like to leave for the audience? Uh, Yeah. Um, It's never too late. It's never too late to make a change. Everybody can change, but you have to decide and commit that that's what you're going to do. Love but it's never too late. So a lot of people, I've heard a lot of people say, you know, oh, I'm too old for that. Or you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Yes, you can. Yep. Totally agree. You gotta commit. So I love it. Yes. All right. Yeah. Well, you'll, de- I'll definitely be having you back. We'll have to get an update on all the good stuff you've got going on. But you guys, yeah. this is your yeah. host, Deanna Kempel of Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free and you have to commit. <laughs> but I want to thank you for joining. Please don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, and share. And I'll be back with more dynamic guests very soon.